Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Free Fire and Gifted, as well as discussing This Week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am doing great, man. Um, on vacation, so you know I'm definitely doing great. Uh, how are you doing, bro? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired, but I, I stayed up way too late last night. I was like, oh, man, we're going to talk about TV today, to, um, tomorrow, um, so um, I need to watch some TV. Great. And I stayed up and watched a lot of TV. Um, not enough, though, because I'm still not fully caught up on last week. But that's all right. Uh, I watched some good stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have, I'll definitely have a little bit to talk about. I know you're a little behind on TV, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it was busy at work. And then I, I, I'm, not, I'm actually not in Florida. I'm actually in Missouri this week uh, recording this episode, actually. So um, it's definitely a little bit of a change up, you yeah. know, visiting some fam, <laughs> family over here. So definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's just get right into things. Let's get into Free Fire. Um, this is a movie I was really actually looking forward to. Were you looking forward to this movie as much? I mean, you've seen the trailers. You had seen the trailers, obviously, right? Um, I was. I was. I mean, I was definitely looking, looking, um, looking forward to this movie because I mean, I think it was produced by Martin Scorsese. Yep. And then it was also, I think one of the, also like one of the producing companies was A twenty four, and. Um, I think I think that's when you introduced me to them, uh, A24 last year, and everything that I've seen from them so far has been amazing. So I definitely had my expectations uh, going into this movie. But um, what were your overall thoughts? Like, did you um, see? Okay, I liked this movie. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't nearly as good as I wanted it to be. It kind of let me down, and I, it, it's fine. It's just not. As it's not something that I'm like, you have to go see this. Like, I, when I would come out of an A24 movie, I'm expecting to be like ranting and raving about it and be like, everyone needs to see this movie. And then nobody listened to me. But now it'll just be like, it's okay. And nobody's going to listen to me. So, whatever. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Uh, what about you? Um, I'm going to say I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I was kind of, there's, for me, there's, for me, the thing that makes this movie okay is one arching negative, and I hope I, I want to I want to see if you agree with me. Okay, but there's only one negative that really brings down the whole entire movie, and it's a huge negative. All right, but we'll get into it in our negatives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, let's start with positives. Ozzy, what, what were some things that stood out to you in this movie? Um, I will say that I I completely loved the the cast in this film. Um, I thought the cast was actually pretty amazing. Um, I think it was a pretty well acted cast. Um, I think when the shooting goes down, it's definitely kind of in the beginning, it's kind of gritty, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's kind of comedic at the same time because it, it's, um, it's cause like bullets are legit bouncing off everywhere. 
So uh, I do like the fact that everybody's, and, and also I do like the fact that everybody's trying to figure out who's like which side they're on. Yeah. Uh, and so I mean, it does have its comedic moments, and I feel like the 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 gun, the some gun scenes uh, are pretty well done as well. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what this movie is about, by the way, basically, um, Brie Larson and Army Hammer are orchestrating a illegal gun sale and they all meet at this warehouse of two sides and somebody shoots and everything goes crazy and it's basically the entire movie basically takes place in a warehouse um and it's very reminiscent of reservoir dogs but it's not as good as reservoir dogs um but anyway uh i will agree with you 100 percent on the cast the the performances in this movie are amazing um Brie Larson is great. Army Hammer is great. Um, I've got to pull up the rest of the cast list here. But everyone in this movie um, pretty much nails it. And I was like, this is, like, really well acted. Um, yeah, I mean, you got en- en- Enzo Siente, uh, Sam Riley, Michael Smiley, Brie Larson, of course, Cillian Murphy, of course, Army Hammer, yeah. uh, Char- Charlotte uh, Copley. Oh, By the way, that guy, yeah, he's good. Yeah, that, he's he's really good in this movie. I think every role that he every role that he plays um, is is definitely one to watch out for. He mm-hmm. always brings up, he always brings out an intensity to yeah. every one of his characters, and I have to say, I really do like his uh, his performances. And he doesn't, uh, for me, it's just another great performance from yeah. him specifically. Um, I Killian Murphy was really good. I um, really liked him, and you already mentioned uh, Charlotte Copley. Um, Jack Renner is another one I want to highlight. Jack Renner is the guy, the brother from, um, from Sing Street. And he is really good in this movie. And he's becoming like one of my favorite, just random actors to pop up in places. (laughs) The first time I saw him was in Transformers. Yeah, I know. I think, I think he's really starting to prove his worth and he's better than that franchise. (laughs) So that's definitely fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, basically, I mean, if you gather anything, the cast in this movie spot on, and they're really, really um, good performances throughout. The other thing I definitely want to bring up is the cinematography. Um, the, <laughs> the way this movie is shot, uh, specifically, just how fluid everything moves and like there's no it's not really there's not a lot of handheld but even the handheld that they do use feels kind of natural and it doesn't it's not shaky or anything um and the one thing that they really do a good job of with the way they shot this movie is you get a great sense of where everyone is in this warehouse it's a very like it's a one large room basically that they're in the entire movie and you can tell where everyone is located in the room um in relation to each other so you can tell oh he is in this direction and it, they have it laid out really well and they shoot it so well that you know exactly where everyone is so it's not just a confusing thing of like wait how did he end up over there so i think that that's something actually very difficult that this movie had to do and i think they nailed it in that respect um definitely and i will agree with you on the tone as well um, I, I think they did a pretty good job balancing the kind of comedic tone with the grittiness to an extent. I'll, I'll bring it up again in my negatives, but for the most part, they did balance it decently well. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else um, big? Um, I think I think that's pretty much it for me, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know if we have anything else. Yeah, you you had brought up the story, and 
I, I do agree that because when you hear this premise, you're like, okay, well, it's all about because I mean, this is not a very story driven movie. This is a character driven movie. Um, so you have to have the one story element, the reason that everyone starts shooting work. And I think it worked for me. I don't know about you, but it worked for me. I was watching it and I was like, I can buy that this is the reason this all went down because people were idiots and overreacted to something and everything kind of just blew up from there. And I actually bought the escalation of the violence. Um, I will say, okay, I agree with you, but this, this is going to be like jumping into my negatives. All right, go for it. Um, I feel, I feel like that, that whole scene, this whole entire uh, collection of scenes, as soon as we pass, like, as soon as we pass, I think it's the, uh, the first 20 minutes of the film, mm-hmm. it all starts to kind of drag. It just starts yes. to drag. Yes. So I feel like I'm, I feel like, so this movie is only an hour and a half, mm-hmm. So, but I felt like I was in there for two hours. And it just feels like the pacing in this movie is so slow because it's kind of repeating the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I don't know if that was like the film's purpose or anything, but I felt like I was there for a while. Um, and for me, the thing that really makes this movie just okay is just the story. Yeah. Um, the story. It's not. It's not like an interesting story where you walk out of it because me, I'm thinking logistically like this is stupid because this this could have not. Honestly, this all could have been prevented, but it's just logically that I'm thinking about it from. You know what I'm saying? Cause, so the story for me kind of, kind of like, kind of uh, brings down the movie like a notch for me. It's okay. just I'm not. You know, I don't know if you agree with that statement, but uh, see, I don't think the issue is the story. I definitely, I definitely I mean, agree you with you on the the pace of this movie. I mean, I mean do you, do you think it's a script by anything by any chance? I mean. Well, yeah, but I think it's more, to me, it's more of an issue of the characters. I didn't think that the characters were overly well fleshed out, to be honest. And I just, like, the thing is, this this is, as I mentioned before, a character-driven movie. And I don't think that it necessarily made me care enough about the characters. (laughs) I was sitting there just like, okay, like... Sure, I, I didn't. They didn't, and they you, to an extent you have to say, oh, you have to care about both sides. But I didn't really like. It's not like a matter of caring about both sides. It's a matter of not caring about both sides. I was just like, I don't care, um, and that can work if you make the movie just fast paced, entertaining, stylistic violence. And they didn't. The majority of this movie is crawling and shooting. Like, literally, I, I want to know how much of this movie was spent on, with the camera on people cr- crawling on the ground with a gun in their hand. Like, yeah, just, these people, and they so were just crawling. crawling. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like they were crawling for, like, two seconds. Like, no, there'd be, like, a whole thing of them crawling. <laughs> so I, I think that definitely goes... Um, plays into the t- or the pacing that you were talking about. There's definitely... I agree with you. The movie doesn't actually start to get go to the levels that I wanted to go to, wanted it to go to when it comes to the violence and the insanity of it until the last 20, 10 minutes of the movie, 10, 20 minutes of the movie. I mean, honestly, the and really, there's no stakes for the first hour and 10 minutes of this movie. People are getting shot in the leg and the butt, all the all this stuff and semi spoiler. I don't think so. Nobody really dies until later in the movie. You, the, the entire movie is just like, there's no stakes. I, I didn't care. Um, this got shot in the leg. It's like, ah, flesh wound. Yeah, it, it's just all of that. And then on top of me, the fact that I really didn't care about either character um, group. It's just 
I don't know. The movie just comes across as bland, and it, this movie should not have been bland. Now, like we mentioned in our positives, don't think we're crapping on this movie. Well acted, well shot. Um, it's got a lot of good elements to it. That's why this is. We're not going to give this a bad rating. Well, I'm not at least. But it ends up just being okay because it's kind of just bland. I, I I don't know. It's it's really weird for me. I was struggling with how I was going to rate this movie. Um, but yeah, so that, that's my biggest negative. It's just, it, it didn't like, if you're going to make this kind of movie and you're not going to have the super interesting characters, like a movie like Reservoir Dogs does, then you need to go in a super stylistic violence. And I'm not even, I don't even like stylistic violence, but I think it would have given this movie something for people to cling on to, um, when it comes to just paying attention. And I don't think that this movie does ultimately, um, so yeah, do you, what are some of your other negatives or do you have any? Oh, I mean, I think you kind of explained the whole, like the overarching problem. Honestly. Yeah. Cause I would, I would have, I would have argued it's the, uh, it's the script. I mean, I mean, it partially is due to the script that the yeah. movie fails to such an extent. Uh, but I will agree with you on the, on the characters not being flushed out enough for us to care in particular. Um, I didn't feel anything towards, uh, towards the characters and um i think there's like a twist in the end and, and yes. it's still like again it doesn't again like that, that like i didn't care for it and it's kind of just like when like when did this happen yeah they never so, explain uh, it that's the thing i didn't yeah i was so confused at the end i was just like wait what like it just comes out and you're just yeah, they reveal it and you're just like wait uh, okay i don't know i don't know how to process that because i didn't necessarily care but tuning i was just like i just don't get it like they, and they don't explain it. They don't bother to tell you how that worked necessarily. But I don't know. Um, see, I think I feel like people are going to think we're from at least me is going to give this movie a bad rating. I'm not. I because it was so well shot and it was so well acted that I think that you can just kind of go in and semi have fun with this movie. But it's just it's a, it's a real disappointment that's i think that's where a lot of the negative really negative discussion comes from me is because i wanted this movie to be really good and it's just kind of okay um but you have a rating ozzy um my rating is a 6.8 dude we're in lockstep i am at a 6.8 as well um <laughs> yeah so i guess I mean, it's, it's not it's not it's not quite good but it still is okay I mean, yeah it's, just, it's okay it's i mean it's it's not it's not the best that a24 has produced but i mean it's still it's still not a bad film yeah no so, no not at all it's not a bad film I at think all it's, it's just i do think it's yeah. it's worst though to come out though in a, yeah in a while especially compared to last year um but i think there's some good a24 movies coming out this year um and i'm very much looking forward to them all right but let's move on to gifted um, I, did you have any expectations going into this movie? I mean, I know it's Chris Evans, so you're kind of like, I mean, that's really the reason anybody's going to see this movie is because Chris Evans. Um, what, what were your overall thoughts and then expectations kind of go along with it? Um, I really wanted this movie to be good. Mm-hmm. And because first of all, you know, I want to support Chris Evans doing other things than playing Captain America. You know, anytime when an actor can spread his wings besides doing a superhero movie you know you want to root for that you want to root for that actor mm-hmm. so again i mean I, it was one of those things where i was like okay um i'm rooting for you and then on top of that the trailer and the premise like the trailer really um really had me interested in the premise so i mean i was i was pretty excited to see this film 
Um, and I think I got what I what I was what I what I wanted. A good film. Oh, we Wasn't are nothing. going. I mean, we are going I to disagree think, on this one, my friend. <laughs> I did not like okay, this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was not a fan of this movie. Um, I don't think it's like I'm not going to sit here and go, "It's a bad movie." Do, like it, it's not bad in the like a very negative sense. It's just it's there. I don't know. It's one of those very, very in the middle movies that I just did not care um, about. And it's kind of so I would like I was going to this movie. My expectations were I just want to see kind of a cute little story and Chris Evans to um, perform really well. And they tried to make it a cute little story. And to an extent, it worked. But it just I don't know. I'll get into it with my names. But let's start positive. Let's start positive. Um, And I will start positive as well. The performances. Chris Evans is really good in this movie. Um. And who surprised me the most is the daughter is really, really good in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I think both of them, um, they play off of each other so well. And I think I think the daughter is pretty amazing in this movie. I think she's a I think she's a, I think she's a standout performer or performer. I thought you were, I thought you were going to bring her down. No, bit, no, was like, she was good. Because I, I was just like, because I thought you were going to say she's not a child. And I was like, dude, she's supposed to be like this really smart kid. She's gonna have like a you know a different personality, but yeah, man, I really I was really digging her character and I was really digging uh, his character as well. Um, I do, and I like I said, I mean, I love their chemistry mm-hmm. together. I think they have the best on-screen chemistry, um, and I also love how this how this movie was shot. It was I really loved the. the... I did not. Ooh, Carlos, Carlos. <laughs> We usually on the same side, bro. What's going on? Today? Yeah, I don't know. This one, I guess, did not click with me for some reason. Um, I thought it, this movie had a lot of handheld in it, and I thought it was very unnecessary handheld. Now, you can make handheld kind of camera feel very intimate, but it just did not work for me. I was just like, why? Why? What? Like, somebody would be walking, like, okay, Chris Evans would be standing there, and then the camera would start moving towards him, and it's like, tilting back and forth so it's like i can feel the person walking with the camera it bothered me you know what you know another thing about it yeah you know you're right i mean there were some shots that i love this is what i wanted to get into some shots of the film i really particularly liked but then there were some shots where i i got annoyed because there'd be like a conversation between chris evans and his and his uh on-screen mom Mm -hmm. and the camera would be shaking Yes, that, that's what so I'm saying. I'm just like, it bothered me. And I, I'm thinking about, I like, and I'm thinking about a particular scene as well. So it, it just bothered the crap out of me. Yeah. Because it's just, now I there, don't know. I don't know what he was thinking when he shot this. Yeah. I thought I was. I thought I was watching a CW show for two seconds. Yeah. Now there is one shot in this movie that I really liked, and I think I you'll know what I'm talking about as well. But the one with the sunset. That yeah, yes. that's the one I'm thinking about. It, yeah, right it's, it's great. Um, so th- that I agree with you. The, I guess I'll come down and say is there there's some good, there's some bad. I think there's more bad than good uh, when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, Octavia Spencer is really good in this movie as well. In her limited role, she didn't have necessarily much to do. Um, yeah, the, that's my. I mean, my biggest positive was the performances. To be honest, do you have what? What else do you got? I do love. I, I, I end up really liking the story. I really like the story. Um, like I, I thought they could have gone to, like deeper with it, but I mean, I did like. I did like the overall idea of the story. I think it had an overall interesting premise. 
Um, and I was, and I was kind of invested in, in, uh, in, in these characters. And I did care for these characters. Um, I care for some of these characters actually mm-hmm. to, an, uh, to an extent. Um, one other thing, as opposed to free fire where, you know, it, it was kind of like you didn't care about either side and you didn't really understand. I mean, you understood either side in that movie, but for this one, I think I did understand both sides of it. And there were, and that's one good thing about the movie that I will say is at t- different times in the movie, I said, well, obviously he should get the daughter. And then at a different time, I was like, well, obviously the grandma should get the daughter. I think they did a good job of kind of showing both sides of it and kind of making the audience go, well, obviously you guys need to compromise <laughs> like because there's good and there's bad about both situations. And um, I think they did a pretty good job of showing that and of showing somewhat, but obviously the movie has a preference towards Chris Evans character, but they did a good job of even in that preference, showing both sides of things. I understand. I, I completely agree with you there. Um, yeah, and I, I do agree with you on the story. It's there. I just don't think it was well executed. Um, do you want to move on or do you have any other positives? Let's sort of move on. All right. Um, Negatives. What do you got? I, from, Octavia Spencer's character just felt so random. <laughs> and out of place. That's fair. <laughs> that, and it's like, and, and like, look, don't get me wrong. Cause uh, I did like her performance, but, um, but I don't know. I, just, I felt completely out of place. She came out in the opening scene. I thought, I thought she was like a landlord, you know, asking him for rent money. And then no, it was about her. And I'm just like, when the hell did you guys, when did you get in the picture? Um, so it was kind of just, uh, her character just kind of felt out of place. Yeah. And especially, uh, Jenny Slate's character. Um, I thought her performance was not good. Not going to lie. That's, um, that's one of I my biggest performance name. was yeah. okay. It wasn't, I think, <laughs> I think it wasn't amazing. Um, but again, I mean, I, I get, but I, I don't think, I don't think, but again, it's like, it has to do a little bit with her performance, but again, it's, it's also by how the teacher was written. Okay. Um, I thought she was also, cause I thought, I thought she was, uh, diving into stuff that had nothing to do with her. So I was just like, why would you have a teacher but, do that? See, I didn't mind it because I mean, in that sense, because I mean, as a teacher, they care about their students. So it, it didn't really bother me in that, in the writing aspect, yeah, but, like, but I just not didn't to like legit, performance. Not, not to legitimately go out of your way and, you know, do, do all these different things. I mean, um, I, I don't know. It it worked for me in that respect, but I, I just didn't like I her didn't, performance. I, I was I don't know. I was kind of annoyed by what her. I was annoyed by her character decisions. Yeah, That's fair enough. That uh, annoyed me about it. And then again, the cinematography, like we mentioned, some of it is bad, some of it isn't. Uh, uh, some of it is good. So it's cinematography is obviously going to be in her negatives. Yeah. Um, and I don't like. It's it's basically this film was about like uh, her like the, the 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 kid being basically like this uh this great smart mathematician basically like yeah. she's really good with numbers and I kind of didn't like how uh it don't like it I didn't like I didn't like the twist they had in the film oh, yeah. at the end because uh, for me it just didn't it didn't pay off it didn't pay off well. No, not at all. And I guess, and I guess, and I I don't know if it's because, I I don't know if it was because we never, we never got, like, we never got to see what the mom, 
I don't know, but it was it was just not a good uh, ending. I would say like it wasn't a good payoff scene. I have to say. Um, no, it wasn't at all. And the and I completely agree with you with the ending and the basically the last ten minutes of this movie. It's just I was like, what? Okay, they, they things just kind of happen, and you're just like, sure. And then I don't know. They they don't explain. It's similar to Free Fire. They just kind of don't really. They just show things. Oh, this happened, and you're just like, wait, okay, but how did this happen? Um, and why did this happen? And then they just move on, and you're just like, that's all we're going to get? Like, really? Um, So there was a lot of that at the end. And then my biggest problem with this movie, to be honest, is kind of ties into the Octavia Spencer thing you brought up. There are a lot of just things in this movie where you're just like, there's there's an overall air of kind of unrealisticness to this movie. I don't know if that's even a word. But... It just, I didn't feel like this was something that actually would or could happen in the world. A lot of the characters were one-dimensional, but there were just random things throughout this movie where I just, it didn't feel like these were things that could really happen in the world and things that I could care about. Um, for example, like the the way the grandma acted at times, I was like, does any human being actually act like this and actually like talk to people like this? I didn't buy the relationship between the grandma and Chris Evans at all. It just it didn't feel like that's an actual place that a mother son relationship would end up. You, now, there's definitely situations where a mother and son can be at odds and you can have bad relationships, but it didn't feel like a real bad relationship. It felt like a, so fabricated, number one. And I don't think it helped that Chris Evans, like, randomly, I, I don't get why he didn't have an accent and the mom does. And that's, I know that's a small detail, but, and that's not the focus of what I'm saying here. But I just didn't buy their relationship. I didn't buy that. You know, they had this relationship where they hated each other so much, but then also kind of respected each other for reasons. It just didn't work for me. And you brought up that you thought I was going to mention the way the daughter was written with um, all the kind of character quirks. And at first it did bother me. I'm not going to lie. But I just kind of started to accept it because I'm like, she's a gifted or a unique person and she would have a unique personality. So I was just like, sure, I bought into it, whatever. Um, So that's not something that I'm going to necessarily hold against the movie. Um, But there's just, again, situations like when, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a point in the movie when the daughter is mad at Chris Evans for some reason. And the way Chris Evans deals with it, he takes her to like a hospital or something. And it, for a reason, you'll un- you'll understand if you see the movie. But it just, I didn't feel like that was an actual like thing that somebody would come up with in their mind. Like, oh, this is how we're going to fix the situation. It just, it felt like so random and so like, okay, like, sure. And then also with the ending, I just was like, wait, what? And and even leading into the ending, the the solution that the that the movie comes to before the finale of this movie, like how they're going to deal with the conflict between the grandma and the son. Just I was like, I don't think that that's an actual like solution that a court of law would come up with. <laughs> if that makes any sense, like I don't think like a court would actually say like, okay, this is how we're going to deal with this. And maybe that goes into the twist, quote unquote, that they had in the end, but I didn't get it. 
So again, and I know some people who haven't seen this movie are just gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" And sorry, it's just he's being just, very vague. Yeah, trust me. There's <laughs> just a lot of things in this movie that I just don't feel like are realistic in any sense. And this is a movie that is trying to be at least somewhat re- realistic. I mean, it's a drama, so I I don't know. Um, you have anything else, Ozzy? Um, I will agree with some of that. Okay. I do think the way that they, like I said, I mean, I do, I do think that the way they kind of end the film is kind of, it's kind of, uh, ridiculous. Cause it just happened, like I said, it kind of just happens out of nowhere. And it's like, this could have been your, this could have been your go-to the whole entire time. Yeah. And it was just kind of r- ridiculous how one thing that was one thing kind of drove him over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, man. I think that's um, pretty much it for me, awesome. I think. All right. You want to rate this movie? Yeah. I mean, I give it, I'm giving it a solid seven. I do think I do think it's a good story. Um, and I do think, you know, it's not something that, you, of course, you have to go run out and see. But it's it's definitely like an entertaining movie, I would say, for the most part. You you cut out for a little bit. What was, what was your rating again? It's a seven. seven and I, okay. do, I, don't, I don't think it's an amazing movie. I just think it's a good movie. You know, you don't have to run out and see it. Yeah. It's okay. one of those movies where you can, uh, you know, where you can just go in and, and have a good time. I do think it's a, I do think it's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty heartwarming story. Awesome. All right. Um, I am obviously much lower than you. Um, and judging by you know, my thoughts, I think you can kind of tell where I'm going, but I think Ozzy's still going to be surprised how low I am. I'm at a five out of 10. What? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to remember this movie at all when it comes to the end of the year. The only thing I remember it for, honestly, is if this girl is as good as I suspect she is. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, she started in that one random movie in, like, 20-something. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing her when she first started. Um, if she ends up being as good as I kind of think she has the potential to be. But that's the only reason I feel like I'm ever going to really remember this movie. Um, so, yeah, I just... It was kind of really forgettable, and there's good, there's bad. It's just kind of whatever. Um, so speaking of which, we haven't seen Unforgettable yet. So. <laughs> yeah, we might. We should probably see it this weekend and review it for the next episode, just because you know it's. We should probably trash on a movie pretty soon. Yeah, we need to, especially before the must. summer movie season starts and before the trashing becomes like <laughs> painful because. Oh no, this movie sucks and we want it to be good. Um, you know, I don't want it to last be that year, situation. <laughs> last year definitely, definitely hurt. Yeah. With, uh the trash talk. Yeah. It's all right. Well don't worry. We will be discussing all of these movies coming out um this summer relatively soon. In a couple episodes we'll have our summer movie preview, so be looking forward to that. All right, let's move on to TV. Um, Ozzy, what did you actually watch this week? I randomly watched Blacklist, and I'm saying randomly because my uncle was into it. Okay. And he recorded actually the episodes because he's into it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. And I think I think I prepared last week, so that's basically all I've been all I've been watching. It's been it's like I said, it's kind of been crazy because I've been binging. It's kind of like I've been I binged all of Fairy Tale and I just finished this week, mm-hmm. you know. And on top of that, I've been leaving work late, and then I had to go. Uh, run some errands around so i really haven't been able to watch any tv besides blacklist and blacklist was by accident but i watched it Mm -hmm. um 
So definitely. What what have you watched this week? Um, I have not watched a lot of like our the shows that we both watch. I like I said, Supernatural. Um, I'm an episode behind still. I watched the first one that I I was two episodes behind. I watched one last night and then I was like, all right, I'm going to bed because it was it was really late. Um, so I wa- I'm still an episode behind on that. I'm I guess two weeks now behind on Blacklist if there was one this week. Um. And yeah, so there's a lot of those shows. And then the DC shows for the most part, other than Legends, which is over at this point, um, are all on breaks. They come back this this week. So um, looking forward to that. But um, yeah, so I, I didn't watch a lot of those shows, but there's a lot of the shows that I watch myself that um, I definitely have things to talk about. Number one, the path ended not this week, but la- or not this past week, but the week before, and we didn't get to talk about TV because of celebration and all that. So I will talk about that briefly. The path season two, it's not as good as season one, but it's still freaking great. Uh, if you have not, if you have Hulu and you have not watched the show, I really implore you to watch the show. It's really good, great characters. They do a great job of really making you hate one of the characters. And I hate this character so much. Um, and Michelle Monaghan is great. Aaron Paul is great. And it's just, it's a really, really good story. And it gets you, it, the, the weird thing it does is it makes you kind of root for different things that you would have thought you never thought you'd be rooting for. Like at first you're rooting for him to get out of this cult. Then you're rooting for him to come back into the cult and take over the cult. And I'm just like, what, what is going, how is it, how did it get me to this place where I'm rooting for him to get back into the cult? Um, it's, it was really good this season. Um, it did, it was kind of a little bit slower than last season. And I think that it's ultimately setting up for next season when, uh, the major confrontations happen when there's two leaders kind of going at it. Um, so it it's really good. Again, highly recommend it. I know they released the first season on, I believe, YouTube when the second season was about to start. I don't know if it's still there, but if you want to look, it might still be on YouTube the first season. And the first season will get you hooked, I promise. Um, so The Path, that is my uh, season two review. But anyway... Um, Better Call Saul is back, and I um, have watched the first two episodes of that, obviously, because that's what's out. And Better Call Saul is really good. I the first episode I wasn't in love with. It was kind of slow. It was kind of just okay. Where are we going here? The second episode is amazing. Um, They are kind of they're really pushing, um, and I think. I think by the end of the season, something drastic is going to happen to the point where we start to see him at least formulate the idea of becoming Saul Goodman. At this point, Jimmy is, he's pushed to the edge and um, his brother is kind of betraying him at this point. And, but they've been betraying each other this entire show. So it's really a fascinating dynamic how I really think what happened in this episode might be the last straw for him where he kind of just like, I'm done. I'm done with Steven, I don't know if he can leave his brother. So I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, and again, it's, there's just some great stuff between him and um, uh, Karen. Is that her name? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, the, his partner. Uh, but yeah, so it's great. And then all of the stuff with Mike and his investigation, trying to figure out who stopped him from murdering that guy at the end of last season. 
it's leading to Gus. We finally saw Gus. I we had the we knew that he was going to be in the season, and we saw him. And man, he was intimidating as all get out. And it's incredible that that actor is really, really good. And um, I, it was just awesome to see him again. And awesome to see him not fall for Jimmy's crap when Mike sent sent Jimmy in there to kind of figure out what was going on. Um, he, Gus figured it out just like that, and it was it was awesome to see. So I really liked, really really liked the second episode of this season of Better Call Saul. Um, and the last show I'm going to talk about is Agents of Shield. You know it, Ozzy. Agents of Shield is amazing, and you know what. Ozzy, remember that little um, flashpoint thing that Flash did last or this season? Yep. That extreme disappointment that was basically just one episode of Flashpoint. Unfortunately, Agents of Shield is doing Flashpoint better than Flash did Flashpoint. Agents what of the heck? Agents of Shield is killing it right now. Okay, I I did not love the you know I did not love the first half of this well i mean the second portion because they broke it up to into third so i didn't really like the second third of this um season it, it was fine it was just not at, up to its normal standards in my opinion um this season or this this portion um it's uh agents of hydra basically um they are in a virtual kind of uh, reality in a sense where like it's weird. They they were abducted and they were plugged into this machine, and all of their consciousness are in there. And now there's two of them went into this pl- into this place to try to extract everybody. And it's all it's an alternate reality. There's characters who are dead in the in the show timeline that are alive in this alternate reality, in this virtual reality. And they're trying to convince the people who are in there that they're in a fake reality. And then there's also people who are just part of the program who are saying, like, you can't tell me that this is not a real reality, that this is just, it is so good. It is make, like, they're they're putting a bunch of moral conundrums where you're just like, but these people think it's real and these people want to save these civilians but these civilians are just computer programs so do you just kind of ignore their desire to save them and say no we have to go or do you do it because in their mind they're real people it's just there's a lot of those situations and then also man it's just so cool to have these these actors performing the same characters but in a different and completely different lights i love these last three episodes and that's the thing and that's why i think they're doing it so much better than flash did it with a with an alternate timeline or whatever an alternate reality it's been three episodes and it and i'm pretty sure that this is going to play out for the majority of the rest of the season that is awesome we have this entire time in this alternate reality and agents of shield actually has the balls to do it whereas flash was like oh one episode's maybe two it's like, come on, just let us sit in this alternate reality. Let us enjoy this kind of unique perspective on these characters. And one uh, last thing I'll, I'll say about this. Um, the guy who plays Fitz, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Um, but the guy who plays Fitz, who is normally kind of uh, very kind of shy and, well, not, even, not really necessarily shy, but a very humble and low-key character. He can play a villain like crazy. I was sitting there and I was watching it today and I was or last night and I was like, man, 
like he is to, I honestly I feel like this guy could play a Bond villain he is so good and he is so intimidating in the show um I really really like what what they've done with this last portion of the season and I cannot wait to see how it continues because the way they ended the last episode um where one of the characters who has been like a heavy heavy like hail hydra person in this alternate reality is finally starting to come around and finally starting to see that maybe she's on the wrong side and she does something where at the end of this episode where I was just like dang like that was a great way to reveal that she's kind of turning sides and the smirk that Sky gives her that Daisy gives her um, when she drops the Terrigen crystal is so good it was really really good and I can't wait to see Daisy start to kick some butt now that she will get have her powers back um, so yeah, it, it's really, really good. Um, again, I know people don't watch the show because the first couple episodes were, or the first season was not good. Come on. It's so good. It's, you got to give the show a chance. If you're, if you're still sticking around to the CW shows, which have had basically with the CW shows, it's the opposite effect of agents of shield. If we're being honest, because the first couple seasons or the first season in the case of the flash are good are really good amazing if we're being in in this case of flash especially are just amazing but people still watch them and people still watch them because of those first seasons even though the latest seasons and a lot of these shows cases have been not so good flash in particular the last two seasons have been not good to i mean really not good in this past season for flash but people still watch this show because the first season was so good and it's the opposite with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The first season was so bad that people are not watching the show, even though it has gone from good to great to up and down this season, but again, reaching heights that Flash has not reached since season one. I, come on. It, it's just, it's, it drives me insane. But I, I get it, but it drives me insane. Um, all right. That's my rant of TV. Sorry it took so long. Well, I only talked about three shows, so I just expanded on them a little bit, but whatever. Um, do you have anything else, Ozzy? I mean, I watched Blacklist, but I don't want to spoil it for you. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, do you have a recommendation then? Do I have a recommendation? It's hmm. <laughs> a good question. I mean, I can go first if you want. <laughs> I think that'd be a fantastic idea, honestly. (laughs) Um, I'm going to recommend, um, and this is the first one of these I'm actually going to fully recommend in a while, is the new DC animated film, uh, Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. I think this is a lot lot better than um, the first, the Teen Titans versus Justice League movie. Um, It's still not perfect. and it's still not like, oh my gosh, this is the best one they've, or this is one of their best ever. It's not. It's not that. But it's very, very good. And I would recommend people check it out, especially if you like these movies. Um, it it goes into the whole Terra storyline with, um, you know, the Titan who who betrays them, those kind of things. Um, and it is really good. Deathstroke is great in this uh, movie. Uh, he kicks butt, and he's so freaking intimidating. Um, and his showdowns with Robin are, of course, great, as you would expect. Um, the relationship between Nightwing and Starfire, there's a lot of sexual innuendo in there. Not even innuendo. It's just like they're alluding to the fact that, uh, the fact that Nightwing and Starfire are boning. And it's just like, okay, 
cool. Um, there's a lot of that, uh, but it, it's de- it's definitely really good. Um, the story obviously is good. Uh, again, made me want to watch the Teen Titans show because that show is so good. Um, but yeah, I I would highly recommend it. There's still some one scene in particular where I'm just like, why is this here? And it's very similar to the why is this here scene from the uh, first Teen Titans um, movie, but. It's it's still really good. I would highly recommend it. Um, Brother Blood is a very creepy villain. And ultimately, even though I didn't think I cared necessarily about Terra throughout this movie, by the end, I was like, wow, I surprisingly care about Terra right now. So they did. I, they surprisingly did a good job of in the hour and what hour and a half, hour and 20, something like that, whatever these movies are, making me care about a character who I only knew for that short, short amount of time. So... Yeah. What do you got, Ozzy? Um I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a show that I've I've already recommended okay. before and it was it came in it came in the conversation. Okay. And this is this is gonna this is gonna this is kind of gonna lead into an announcement that we're, that I wanna make on the show. Okay. Um my friends and I we were out, you know, we were getting some food and everything and, and they were talking about thirteen reasons why. And how emotional it is, and how it's like one of the best. I think they were saying like it's one of the best shows out there. And then I came and I said, "If y'all like emotional shows, then you guys need to watch This Is Us." Because This Is Us is amazing, and I was just like, "It's it's on Hulu. It's only eighteen episodes, and you guys have got to watch it." And then they said they're going to give it a watch. So I definitely recommend This Is Us. Um, I like I said before, it deals with every. It deals with. 95% 95% of problems that everybody deals with that that each individual person deals with. You understand what I'm saying? And I feel like it's it's such a great represent, representation of life now. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely recommend that show. Um, and the announcement is is that we are actually going to review 13 Reasons Why. Um, Carlos and I were actually having a discussion about it last week or whatever, or whether or not we were going to review it. But just due to the amount of everybody uh, talking about it on social media and uh, due to the amount of people talking to us about it, we have decided to review 13 Reasons Why. Um, and we, I'm also going to review – I need to still figure out if I will get a guest to review this with. But I'm also going to review the, the second season of Attack on Titan. That has finally arrived. <sighs> Been, like we've been we've been waiting like three years to get a friggin' uh new season. Uh which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But we will definitely be reviewing Attack on Titan season two as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, uh no promises on when that review for Thirteen Reasons Why will come out, just because I am like on the verge of finals, so I have no idea when I'm gonna actually have time to watch this. But it will be coming at some point. Um before probably before um before may no not before may uh, before the end of may i would say um respect expect that review um if it gets to a point where i'm just so um overwhelmed then ozzy might do it himself but um i will definitely be trying to do it it's just a matter of if i have time because i am on the verge of finals so (laughs) craziness um but yeah definitely um be looking forward to all of that and yeah do you have anything else any any other things we need to talk about or do you want to just sign us out i just need everybody to know the record (laughs) 
just on record. It's April 22nd. And Pirates of the Caribbean is almost exactly a month away. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> Dude, we have, Guardi- very we have excited. Guardians this weekend. That's crazy. Um, or this Dude, coming man, weekend. That's crazy. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be, it's gonna be a crazy weekend coming up, man. It's going to mm-hmm. be uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm honestly excited. I feel I, I, it's crazy because I feel like the Oscars was just, you know, was just like a week or so ago. Yeah. It feels like it just ended and now we're like, <laughs> we're, we're legit just jumping right back into the summer, uh, the summer movie season. Yeah. <laughs> it's slightly insane. <laughs> um, man, that geez, there's so much. <laughs> is Guardians this weekend or is it next weekend? Maybe I'm slight. Is it next weekend? Pretty sure it's. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I'm crazy. But it, either way, it's coming up. Um, and I am very much looking forward to Guardians. Um, obviously, for because, I mean, Guardians 1 is one of my favorite, or is my favorite movie of all time. So um, I'm tired. Excuse me. Ozzy, sign us out. <laughs> <laughs> um. First of all, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Uh, we just put up um, the our full house intro. Did you watch that video, Ossie? I need to watch that video. Oh, it's I'm great. probably going to watch it when we sign out. All right. It, it's great. <laughs> um, but So, yeah, it... Um, Definitely check all those things out and um, check out the uh, past podcasts and the other podcasts on this channel, the um, Dick Skull Big Brain Podcast. Be sure to check that out. And um, yeah, it's it's just lots of content. Uh, website, screenfellows.com. Tons of stuff there as well. Written reviews by Brianna. So definitely check those things out. Definitely, definitely, definitely check those things out. And you can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Um, and you can also message me if you guys have any topics, any shows that you want to recommend to Carlos and I, uh, please feel free to email me at Ozzy.screenfellas, uh, com. Ozzy.castro. Actually, wait. <laughs> Ozzy.castro. <laughs> um, again, I apologize because Carlos and I stayed up way past our bedtime yesterday, especially for me. I usually go to sleep around 3. Yesterday, I went to sleep around 6 a.m. Oh, my gosh. So, um, <laughs> family, family has been keeping me up. i uh, been keeping me pretty busy. Um, yeah, so I'm exhausted. So sorry if it sound a little cuckoo. But, yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. We have some great content on there, some great trailer reactions. And for you Star Wars fans, some great Star Wars um, stuff over there. I don't know specifically what because (laughs) Star Wars ain't really my thing, if you know what I mean. But some great content. If you all are Star Wars fans, check it out. Guys, this is... Serene fellas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>